Would you like to strengthen your marriage, encourage your children, and grow your family relationships? Join author and international evangelist Sammy Tippett as he ignites the flame in your heart for your family. I want to welcome you to this session of talking about family life. And uh, you might notice that we've changed the scenery a little bit here. Uh, our son and daughter-in-law, Dave and Kelly Tippett, are not with us. It's just Tex and me. And uh, and that's the way it is in life right now, isn't it? Is. it? Yeah, that so, is. Uh, but, but we're here, actually, part of our lives is traveling. And we have traveled all over the world. We've gone to more than 80 countries together. Mm-hmm. And uh, what a blessing. It's been an adventure. It has been an adventure. <laughs> that's right. And, and as we've done that, um, we are now actually in Holland, in the Netherlands. And I've been doing some ministry here. And so we're, we're filming uh, this session from the, uh, from the Netherlands, and so uh, welcome to Holland as we uh, share together. But we want to talk about uh, our children as they grow, and we've been talking about the parent-child relationship. And one of the things that we've had to deal with uh, through our lives is kind of letting go of, yes. of the dreams, letting go of our children. Uh, the, the goal of rearing children for Christ is not that they would always be under our wings, but um, that they would grow to the place where they could go out and become effective for Christ and have their own ministry, their own lives, and, and live. Uh, but sometimes that can be hard. And I, I know that we have, and maybe you can just share a little bit with us about uh, what we had to face as our kids grew older uh, and, and we had to come to that place of letting go and, and seeing those dreams, letting go of the dreams actually. There, there was times where, uh, when they were young, you know, we did have dreams for them, and uh, and as they grew older, their dreams out of their heart that God had put in their heart came out, and so that's difficult sometimes because sometimes they may go a different way than what we think they should go, yeah. and yet we've seen, we've lived long enough to see. Um, our son is forty-three, and our daughter's thirty-nine, so we've lived long enough to see um, some of the dreams come true, and some of them God didn't orchestrate. Yeah. So it's been, it's been good. And it's, it's been really interesting for us to try to understand what is our dream and what is God's dream. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, as they grow older, they have their own view of what God wants for their lives. And, and what I've discovered is it's often different from what we think, and it's better <laughs> in, in reality mm-hmm. than what we think. And, uh, and that's a hard thing, I think, especially for Christian parents to uh, have their children, because when they're young, you know, they're, they're totally dependent upon you. But the older they get, the more independent they become. Which is what you want. Right, right. You want them to become whoever God's created them to be, not whoever we might want them to be. That's right. Uh, and you remember Dave and I had a real issue with this. I do, and, uh, senior I guess, year. Yeah, it was, it was probably more difficult for me than you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, he, he had just was graduating from high school mm-hmm. and um, he was dating the girl who is now his wife, mm-hmm. and and we were struggling, and and uh, and he said, "Dad, why don't you like Kelly?" And I said, "What? What are you talking about?" And I mean, he was just grumpy all the time. And I said, "What's what's wrong with you?" He said, "Why don't you like Kelly?" I said, "We love Kelly. I I don't understand." And and then and then he looked at me and he said something. He said, "Dad, you have to let me go." And and he felt that I was, you know, just I wasn't going to let him on. go. And mm-hmm. and and you know. I had to give him back to God. Mm-hmm. We dedicated him to the Lord when we were just, you know, when they were real young. But there came a point 
where we had to really give them back to God. What, what does that mean for you? And or what has it meant for us to through, throughout our kids' lives to give them back to God? Well, I think we have ideas in our minds of how we see they want to go. And yet there's, God may have a different idea, which he did. And yet at the same time, uh, we have prayed, we've had promises for our, both of our uh, son and daughter over the years that God's given us that faithful is he that calls you will bring it to pass. And sometimes what maybe I thought God ought to call him to, that it was a different situation. Yeah. And yet having walked with him through all these years, we've seen that, that the Lord's been faithful to, to meet them where they're at and then to let the gifts that he's put in them that they can reach out to others. Like our daughter Renee, she has a heart for the, for the down and out, for the, for the ones that are less, that have gone through life. And she has such a heart for that. And so it's neat to see how God's worked that in her heart. And Dave's too. Well, you know, and I think that part of that they got from us because we work with people who were poor, people who mm -hmm. were persecuted, people who had problems, and, and that's been a, a major part of our ministry, and they okay. got some of that from us, but their expression of how to help them is different from what maybe our expression of how to help them is. Yeah. And, and so yeah. we've, we've had to let go. And, and, and one of the things that you know I, I have to say is that both of them are living for Christ. It's not that they're not living for the Lord. They're living for the Lord. Now, both of them got away from the Lord, and we want to talk about mm -hmm. that in our next session mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, in, in coming up. But, but we're not talking about letting them go just to do whatever they want to do. We're talking about giving them back to God. And I think that's a spiritual attitude that parents have to develop as the kids grow older. And also, I think one thing is that they're going to make their own decisions. Yeah. You know, and, and we can't make the decisions for them. Yeah. You know, and there's one thing, too, I, when I've thought about, I, I'm a word picture person, and that uh, it's like a garden of flowers. You have a garden, and you plant the seed, and, and you, you water it, you fertilize it, you feed it, you, the sun comes out sometimes, and then it rains sometimes, and then the opposite side of that, the negative, is that not also is there a garden of flowers, but also there's insects that come in, and they can ravage a flower garden. There's mm. uh, there's birds that come and pick the flowers. And so there's a choice there that they have a choice in their lives as flowers of, uh, that God's created in their lives to become the flower that God wants them to be, not what we want to be. But there's always going to be something that's, that the enemy's going to try to destroy them. Yeah. But w our part is to nourish them, to help right. them to grow, to come to that place. And hopefully they will be strong enough uh, as they get mm -hmm. older, to stand in any storm that comes mm -hmm. their way, and and so that's what that's what we have to keep in mind is that there's mm -hmm. we're trying to help them to become the people God wants them to be, not to become the people that we want them to be. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I know in my own life, you know, my mom. I mean, her dream for me was you know to be a lawyer, to go into politics, to be someone important, make a lot of money. And when God came and Jesus and came, and you wanted mom, to do that too, yeah, before you came to Christ, yeah, that that's was where your, I was headed. Yeah. Uh, but then when Jesus came to life, everything changed, mm -hmm. and I wanted to follow Him. I wanted to serve Him. I wanted people to know Him. And so, one of the problems was my mom didn't want to let go, mm -hmm. and and it, it it caused great tension, and especially as they enter the adult 
period. Now, that's why we've been talking with Dave and Kelly, and, and, and they have small children, and, and, and we've been talking about how to help those small children grow. But then there comes a time when those small children are no longer small children, mm -hmm. and they become their own people. So I, I think this garden illustration that you have is really good uh, to water. How, how can we water that garden? What, what can we do to help them to grow where they, they make the right choices? They're strong enough to make those right choices. Is there any one thing that you would say that, oh. that we need to do? I know there's probably a million, but uh, is there one thing that you would say? I would say prayer. Uh, and encourage them, even when they've blown it. Like when I've blown it, people that encourage me, that's an encouragement to, to my life. And um, prayer is my bottom line, is that I can pray for them, and I know God will do whatever He needs to do in their lives. Uh, and we do. We pray for them every day, several times a day yeah. over the years. But um, And to be a listener. Sometimes mm -hmm. we want to just point our fingers, but to be a listener also. Yeah, and, and, and what we're going to do is, and, and I agree with you, prayer is the bottom line. It's sort of the water that uh, is put into the soil mm -hmm. that, of the seed that is planted. And, and we're, we're putting that water in so that it can grow strong and their roots can go deep. And so we pray for them. And then when they come to that place where they make the choices of which way I'm going in life, they will make the right choices. It won't be our choice. It won't be mm -hmm. our faith. It'll be their faith, their choice. So what we're going to do in the next session is we're going to talk about how to pray for our children. Sammy received a surprising call from a man in Europe who said he had evidence he was Sammy's brother. It placed him on a journey to uncover his family background. He had never met his grandparents, but learned that his grandmother was a great prayer warrior who had a special place of prayer. He shares powerful truths that he learned about prayer in his book, Praying for Your Family. Prayer will become your greatest gift to your family. Get your copy today at sammytippett.org or amazon.com. We want to welcome you back to this session of praying or talking about our family life, our family relationships. And, and we concluded our last session by saying that the most important thing is to pray for your family. Well, we want to give you some ways and talk about and discuss how to pray for your family. So this is my wife, Tex. We've been married for 47 years now, yep. and uh, it's been an adventure. It has been an adventure. I, I, I <laughs> said to uh, you, when before we got married, I can't promise you we'll ever be rich, but I promise you that life with Jesus and me won't be boring. And it has not been boring. <laughs> so <laughs> it's been good, and the it's Lord been has good. been good to us. And he's blessed us with uh, two children, and we have actually five grandchildren. grandchildren yes. So uh, we're kind of down the road on this thing uh, of, of raising children, and it's been such a blessing. There's been some tough times, but mm -hmm. there's been great times. Um, and, and you mentioned in the last session that probably the most important thing is to pray for your children, mm -hmm. and, and that has helped more than anything else. So I want us to talk about that. Um, where does that begin? I mean, when do you begin praying for your children? What do you pray for your children? In my in our lives, personally, I mean, we prayed for our son, which we did not he, know he was going to be a boy, but the Lord told you that he was and that he was going to be a, a man that would, would share Jesus, and mm -hmm. he has. And so for me, that was such a blessing because... That was before he was born. Before he was born, right. yeah, that God told us, and which was a blessing. So, But one thing is that just... 
as a young couple seen how God told us that and shared with us, then we can rely on what His Word says. And the greatest truth is having His Word go into their lives. Yeah. Um, well, let, let's start back we, back when you were talking about before he was born, you know, the Lord spoke to our hearts. Mm -hmm. We actually laid hands on you and your womb and prayed and dedicated Dave and Renee to the yes. Lord. Uh, and, and they were both born in sort of wild situations. Dave was born in uh, Chicago. Renee was born in Switzerland. Mm -hmm. And uh, we dedicated them to the Lord. And one of the things that I would encourage, and you might say, well, my children are 40 years old. <laughs> well, that's okay. It's never too late to give them to the Lord. And matter of fact, all through life, you have to recommit them to the Lord. So I would encourage you to do that. But we, we committed them to the Lord. And then praying the Word. You were talking about praying the Word uh, and, and claiming the promises of God. Explain that. To There's me. promises that God has given to me personally for both our son and daughter and our grandchildren. And I can go back to God's Word even when Renee and Dave uh, weren't walking with the Lord in the way they should. I would cry out to God and I said, God, I know you're real and I know you've given me these promises for our children. So I'm going to trust you to do what you wanted to do in their lives. And we have seen promise after promise come through for them. And, and, and I think that as you read the scripture, as a mm -hmm. person reads through the Bible, then, then God will speak to your heart and there'll be a verse that'll just jump out and say, this is for this child. This one is for this child. Not that you're looking for that, but it'll just happen as you read through the Scripture. So a quiet time mm -hmm. is really important. And, and also, uh, I want to ask you about one thing that I think is, is not necessarily praying for your children, but it, it, it makes an impact on them, and that is, I remember when we lived in Germany, you would have your quiet time, and Renee mm -hmm. would come down, and there was a cuckoo clock. Yeah, she, <laughs> tell, tell us about that. What yeah, you did. we got a German cuckoo clock, and, it, and every half hour it would come out. On the hour, it cuckoo the normal number of time it was, the time it was, and on the half hour, it'd cuckoo. And so Renee would come, and she was what held. Uh, Renee was oh, I guess four or five years old or yeah, something like and that. So. I would sit on the couch and I would have my time with the Lord reading the Word and praying and singing. And so Renee would come in occasionally and she would have her little book and it would be turned upside down, but she would be having a quiet time. And the cuckoo clock played a part in that. We still had that cuckoo clock. And in fact, it's in our daughter's home right now, uh, her and her husband's. And it's a reminder to her about how God uh, can work in your life and how just that time alone with, with Jesus. Yeah, and, and I, I remember what you would do is you would tell her, you know, you stay there, just be quiet with mommy's having her time alone with God, and you just stay there, and when the cuckoo comes, then we can talk. Yes, <laughs> and, and we can and, play. And yeah, and she, and she would do that. Mm -hmm. And so, and I know a lot of young mothers have, oh, well, how do I handle my children? But it, you know, you, you kind of train Renee in that. Mm -hmm. and. and uh, there was another thing about prayer with our kids that I think was important. We had devotions. Yes. And, and times. And both our children prayed to receive Christ during devotional time. And it wasn't like, okay, kids, do you want to know Christ? Mm -hmm. it, it, both of them came to us afterwards and said, can I talk to you? And then we went back in and talked with them. And both Dave and Renee gave their hearts to Christ. There's, a, there's another thing that I think is, is really important uh, that I know you and I have done, and that is praying for their future spouses. Yes. Uh, and we started praying early on, is that right, for, mm -hmm. for their future spouses? Mm -hmm. So um, how important is that? Well, 
whoever you live with the rest of your life is going to affect your life. Right. And if that person is not in the right relationship with Jesus, first of all, then it's hard for them to be in the right relationship with you. And I think that that's one thing we prayed for. We prayed that there'd be uh, their spouse would love Jesus, that their spouse would uh, honor them and mm-hmm. respect them. And, uh, and we have seen that. I mean, we all have our struggles, and they've had their struggles, but it's been a blessing for us to be able to see them firsthand because they live in the same city, which is a yeah. blessing with our grandchildren too. Uh, we've actually, you know, been the last few years praying for each one of our grandchildren, mm-hmm. praying that God would touch them, their spouses. And what we pray is we pray, God, start molding those spouses right now, making them ready and mold our grandchildren, making them ready for one another. And so that is absolutely important for you to be praying for, for those children, for the grandchildren. And uh, that, that may be one of the biggest battles there is, is praying for, for, for them. One, one other thing that I want us to get through quickly, when both our kids, we'll be very honest with you, both of our kids, there were times when they got away from the Lord. Mm-hmm. What did you do when they got away from the Lord? Cried. Some <laughs> had a lot of tears, but the Bible says that God cherishes those those tears of in prayer. And also, I would shoot up arrow prayers when I would have contact with Dave or Renee, and I know they weren't walking with the Lord. Or I would, I would, they would come to us and share, and I would just shoot up what I call arrow prayers. Lord, would you speak to their hearts right now? If they're in a situation that they shouldn't be in, would you speak to their hearts right now? And there are situations that that happen. And so I, there's different types of prayer, but the, the main focus of my heart with our kids is that, that they know that I pray for them. And they will now come to each one of us and say, I, um, I want you to pray for me. Would you pray this for me? And that's because over the years we built, we built that foundation in their lives. And so I would encourage you never to give up on your children, no matter where they are, what stage you're in, <clears throat> if they're away from the Lord, that God is faithful. If he called them, he's going to bring it to pass in their lives. And we also prayed um, for the situations, the people they were going to meet. And God brought people into their lives. Mm-hmm. In fact, Dave was starting a business and it fell apart. And that's that very day, Kelly, his wife now, called him and said, I want you to come to this discipleship school. And that's when God just changed him completely. So God brought circumstances. And you can pray for circumstances to come into their lives. And, and, and God will take that and God will use it for his glory. So uh, you pray for those circumstances. Uh, I remember once when we prayed that, that uh, there was that David going to play basketball with some guys and they came in and a waitress, that when they went to get coffee afterwards, a waitress came up and started sharing Jesus with mm-hmm. them. So, you know, the Lord just wouldn't let him go. So you pray for those circumstances. I think the main thing is just to daily, consistently bring them before the Lord. And God will take your prayers. The most powerful thing you can do for your children is to pray for your children and as you pray for your children, there are things that we haven't mentioned. There's things that we know, other things. But there are things that you can be doing, and God will show you. But you make a, a regular part of your prayer life praying for your children. Pray protection. Ask God to draw a circle of protection around them, and he will do that. He will honor your prayers. You just join in and seek his face, and God will do great things. I'm going to tell you about how important it is and what it can do in the future when you pray in our next session. We hope you've been encouraged. If you'd like to hear more, visit sammytippett.org. 
There you'll hear podcasts, watch daily devotionals, and obtain books by Sammy that will ignite your faith, your love of family, and a passion to reach others.